Hey guys and welcome back to yet another episode of When I Was 13. It's exam time for me now, but I took out some time to meet a very interesting guest for this episode. Today on our show, we have a fellow podcaster, Nagra Subramanya, who hosts the popular podcast show, The Passion People Podcast. As Nagra says on his show, he has conversations with various inspiring people and how they found their passion and listened to their heart. His conversations with his guest is also about what it takes to listen to your heart and move forward from thinking to doing. In this episode of When I Was 13, Nagra goes back to the days when he was 13. We also talk about how to find your passion and what the word passion really means to us. So let's hop on into a time machine and go back to the time when Naga was 13. Hello Naga and thank you for agreeing to be on my show when I was 13. So let's begin with a quick introduction of yourself in terms of what you do currently and what do you like to do when you have some free time to yourself. Okay. So in terms of an introduction my name is Naga and I run uh, the Passion People podcast. Hmm. the podcast chronicles stories of people who follow their passion because i feel that the narrative the that is currently around us is that you should not take risk you should not follow your passion yeah. but you should only be studying all the time right but yeah. i wanted to create a set of examples of people who you know took the road less taken and did mm-hmm. something extraordinary in their lives and that's how uh, the podcast was born wow and when i'm not podcasting i'm i'm a chartered accountant i'm a finance guy okay. i have a full time job where i work at a, a chartered accounting firm in bangalore okay so uh, we're going to hop on into a time machine and go back to the time when you were 13 what year was this this was 2003 i guess yes okay. 2003 yeah 1990 okay. was when i was born so yeah 2003 <laughs> okay so uh, which town or city were you in at that time i was in mysore So okay. which is uh, which is a small it's not really a small town but maybe it's kind of like a twin city for Bangalore and mm-hmm. uh, we had just moved into our uh, house so we were living in the city and we had moved oh. a little bit away from the city because my parents wanted to be uh, closer to my school uh, so we had moved into this beautiful place uh, that had a lot of open spaces a lot of uh, spots nice. to play and a lot of trees to climb <laughs> that's nice now the lesser trees now that's sad but you know people are going into plant more yes you told me that you shifted so i could be closer to your school so right. did you change your school any point in time when you were in mysore or somewhere else no actually the uh, i was in another school when i started my first grade but for mm. through first to 10th grade i was in the same school So when you changed your school at that time was it hard for you cuz whenever i think about changing my school i it's pretty hard for me to even think about it so how did you manage to you know leave your other life behind and go into a new life I guess the first thing is to be aware of the fact that change is hard right and nature yeah. gives us a good example of this like with every change of the seasons the the trees shed their leaves and there you know yeah. there a lot of transformation happens so just being aware of the fact that that you're going through something uh, tremendous and something that's a lot of change will help you mentally prepare yourself better and mm-hmm. uh in terms i i guess i just really you know just went with whatever happened right because at that time i was what five or six and so i can't really yeah. do justice <laughs> to what was going through my mind but i can answer yeah. the question for how i would deal with change today and yeah. the answer is that i would deal with it gradually uh, i would not beat myself up if uh, things didn't really go my way from the get go yeah. 
That's nice because usually people, if they, you know, start trying to change and nothing works out, they become very sad and they don't look at the positive side. But what you what you're doing is good. It yeah. doesn't work otherwise, right? Because then yeah. you're just so hard on yourself. It's not that the other things that you're doing are hardest is. But if you are also hard on yourself, then where is the room for you to grow? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so now that you're a podcaster... Did you see yourself like in this field or in the field of like talking about uh, people's passion when you were 13? Maybe I wasn't seeing myself as, you know, someone who would be a podcaster because I don't uh, like the internet was just taking off at that time. But Hmm. maybe I used to watch, I remember watching a lot of uh, MTV and Channel V with my sister Hmm. and there were all these cool VJs on TV and I always wanted to, you know, be cool like one of the VJs on TV, (laughs) I guess. Uh, in some way, I did. And that's one of the reasons I, I started a podcast as well. Okay. But I guess in a world that's so rapidly changing, I don't think you have enough information uh, when you're 13 to choose what you're going to do with the rest of your yeah. life. Because yeah. uh, people don't really have lifelong careers anymore. And they have multiple careers just because of the fact that how quickly the environment around is changing. So, sure. But at least I know whether I make money off of podcasting or not. I know for a fact that this is something that I yeah. really enjoy because I, yeah. I love meeting new people. I love talking to new people. And that is what gives me um, a buzz. Do what you love. Like that's everything that everyone should live by. Absolutely. Okay, so, yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, when you were 13, it was 2003. Uh-huh. So now it's pretty long back. But uh, how different do you think it has been from 2003 and now in terms of technology or music or maybe podcasting? Let me paint you a picture, okay? Yeah. The uh, the moment I had any kind of cash with me, I used to run to my favorite music store and pick up uh, a Brian Adams cassette or a Maroon 5 cassette or uh, now, now 64 or whatever it is, that now series of hit songs that used to come yeah. back. Then. And I used to listen to these tapes, these physical tapes mm. on loop multiple <laughs> times to the extent that I had memorized all of the lyrics on all of the songs. So but, that that's how music was yeah. back then, right? And I don't yeah. even think that uh, I knew there was a thing. I don't I don't know if podcasting existed back then, but at least this is how music was. Yeah. And in terms of technology in general, I think everything has kind of accelerated because yeah. at that time we had uh, I think dial-up internet, and which oh, is what's the that? it's the worst kind of internet, right? <laughs> okay. so you actually like how you pick up the phone and dial a couple of numbers, and yeah. then it goes to a line, and some people it rings, and then it goes. Yeah. It was the same thing for internet. Oh, okay. And so you really had to kind of like keep dialing. So it was the same thing. So if uh, the line was too clogged or there were too many people logged on to the internet, you couldn't log on. So you had to keep oh. trying and stuff. It was not so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then now it's just, you know, you don't even need to dial anything. You can just, just switch it on and you'll have Wi-Fi. <laughs> absolutely. So, so a lot so has changed. Absolutely. No, no doubt about it. But what I guess what hasn't changed is my interest or inclination in technology because i think mm. around the time i was 13 was when i was i was playing a lot of video games i was gaming okay. a lot I, I was making my friends uh, with whom we used to like dissect computer cpus and stuff like that oh. and that is something that has really stayed with me and you know I, I really still geek out on technology a lot that's nice i mean now if i dissect a computer i'll be in huge trouble <laughs> <laughs> but, but i it's really cool to see all those the circuit board and all which is which i want to do once hopefully if i can okay yeah. so let's come back to your podcasting career how has your podcast helped people identify their passion and pursue it I don't know actually. 
I don't know how my uh, podcast will help people identify their passion and pursuit because the people I talk to are mostly mm. people who have already identified their passion and are already pursuing it, right? But what I hear a lot from my listeners yeah. is that they really enjoy listening to these stories. It it can it's just like a nice pick me up for them. You know, it it starts off mm. their day in a nice way. It just gives them that boost that they need on a Monday morning or a Wednesday evening when they they're just feeling a little low, mm. and. For some people, they've actually reached out to me asking for life advice, right? They said, you know, oh. for four, five years I've been doing this, but now I think I have to do this. You've been podcasting for so long, and you've met so many yeah. people. So what do you think, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. So I guess the real benefit that people have from tuning in is that something switches on in their mind, mm. and they realize that there is so much more to life than what I've been thinking there is. Mm. And here are examples of people who have been doing this. and okay. isn't that so cool yeah. and so i guess what i really do is that uh, you know there's that hindi word keeda so you really leave those small worms in people's mind <laughs> and it it might be something that manifests in a couple of days or in a couple of weeks or in a couple of years but you know mm. just leaving the one spark is all that you can hope for okay so your podcast is about talking about people's passions so how do you think that kids like me or like younger than me or maybe in like young adults want how do they find their passion and how do they know that yes this is what i like because now there's so many opportunities in the world it actually for some people it gets confusing do i like this or do i like that so could you give me some advice on how to like find your passion i think you're already doing quite well in that department in the sense that you already have a pretty cool podcast <laughs> thank but, you but for the others who are not you right here's <laughs> what i would tell them to think about what they automatically gravitate towards doing when mm-hmm. they don't have anything to do and what i mean by gravitate towards doing is that i don't mean watching netflix i don't mean watching tv or i don't mean you know i automatically gravitate to my bed no that's not what i'm talking about what i'm referring to is what is an active activity that you do where you write or you read or you listen to something or you go for a walk or you work out or you play football or okay. you you play video games whatever it is you need to be participating in the activity not just passively consuming it so what is it that you automatically gravitate towards which is an active quote unquote activity right that's one of the ways that you can figure out what you like doing the second mm-hmm. thing that you can do is you can have a diverse set of people around you yeah. because it is very easy to fall into an echo chamber in the world that we live in today because if i'm watching a topic xyz on youtube everything around xyz will be my recommended videos hmm. what if i want to change from x to a or s or t there's no real way for me to do that because now yeah. youtube has thought that it has figured you out yeah. and it is giving you stuff that it thinks that it needs to recommend to you right and hmm. it's the same thing with facebook it's the same thing with spotify It's the same thing with yeah. all of your algorithmic recommendations. Yeah. So the way that you find what you like and what you're good at is by having a diverse set of people around you or listening mm-hmm. to podcasts like these which yeah. try to which... get diverse voices yeah. so that you have some kind of sense of what else is out there in the world apart from what you know because mm-hmm. the sense that i get from a lot of young people these days is that oh i know everything i i have the internet <laughs> I know I have yeah. Google. I I know what what are you going to tell me dude like I know whatever it is that you're going to tell me. And I think that's while there might be a lot of merit to that argument 
Yeah. I but like at the same time, it's not that great. Cause it's not that great. And the second thing is, you should also be open-minded enough to realize that there is a lot more that you don't know and there's a lot yeah. more to explore. Yeah. And the moment that you're open to that possibility, it maybe it kind of hurts your ego a little bit that, shit, I'm not yeah. as really smart as I think. Or maybe you are, yeah. but you, you can always be smarter. But yeah. what will happen is that you're now open to possibilities, right? Let me explain what I'm talking about. Like, after starting the podcast... Hmm. I have like a new and profound appreciation for the art forms. Yeah. Like the different forms of dance, the different forms of painting, the different forms of music. These are things that I would never ever care about and say, oh, what that person is a dancer. What the hell are they doing with their life? Yeah. Look at me. I'm a CA. I'm earning this. I'm working in this company. But mm-hmm. after meeting these people, I realized that it's kind of like a kaleidoscope, right? Where you keep turning it and twisting it. You you keep finding out new designs and new patterns and new colors. Yeah. And how how do you figure out what you, which color is your favorite if you don't know what spectrum yeah. of colors in the universe are? Yeah. So that's what I would say. That's a really good explanation. <laughs> okay. You have interviewed people about their passion. So what is your hidden passion and have you uncovered it? My hidden so I guess it's an oxymoronic question, right? So whether it's hidden or I've uncovered it. So yeah. uh, in terms of what my passion is, I, the first thing that comes to mind is people, right? I, I love talking to people. I love yeah. helping people out. I love doing stuff where I'm in the middle of a lot of people. But what I really, really want to do, I guess what my hidden passion is, is mm-hmm. that I really want to help people live meaningful and creative lives. And that is one of the steps that I've taken with my podcast, where I'm mm-hmm. showcasing examples of the lives of creative people that this is how if you're a creative person this is how your life can pan out and what is interesting is that there's a lot of money spent and there's a lot of trust given for uh, you know if you want to start a company if you want to do something in science or if you want to go to harvard or stanford but the same amount of effort and trust is not given to someone who wants to be let's take for example who wants to be a podcaster Mm. or for someone who wants to be a dancer or someone who wants to be a sports person so how do you, I want to figure out a mechanism where we can ensure that people end up doing whatever they want in mm-hmm. a way that's sustainable uh, financially and emotionally for them. Okay. So um, another question that just came to my mind was, as we were in the previous question, we were talking how people find their passion. I'm not sure about this generation, but it could be possible in this generation. But I've heard and I've, I mean, few people also know that in the past few generations, like careers weren't that vast, like the careers were just engineering or being a doctor. So at that time, maybe people were into sports or they were into being suppose an artist, but like their parents would be like, no, you have to do this. And they, you know, and now they're like 30 or 40 and they are still doing these things that they didn't want to do. So how can people in that age when they're already like comfortable with that environment but they really want to change to what they really want how would you help people like that to change their career at a stage of life where a lot has happened so let me um, separate two things right let me separate career and passion Hmm. your career doesn't necessarily have to be your passion okay your passion doesn't necessarily have to be your career your career can just be something that gives you the time and resources to pursue your passion Mm -hmm. or your passion can be something that fulfills you in so many ways and also earns you money. Yeah. So it, it would help to look at it from these two dimensions where, you know, someone can have like a happy, they're happy with their job. They don't want to leave it. Mm. At the same time, they still don't want to stop being a podcaster or yeah. they, at the same time, they don't want to stop being a theater actor. Mm. 
so that's totally fine it's not that uh, having a passion means you do that full time because okay. everyone is different and everyone has their own way of going about things so that's the first part right mm. in terms of the second part to really answer your question what would i uh, suggest to people who are in their 30s or 40s and who yeah. want to get back to what it is that they like mm-hmm. what i would suggest is spend some time reflecting and slowing down because what happens is that life is happening too quickly for all of us it's happening mm. too quickly because i have too many books to read too many people to meet too many uh, notifications on my phone or too many twitter uh, posts too many podcast yeah. guests to interview too much money to spend or too little money to spend and too many shows to watch on netflix and too many songs to listen right yeah. so there's this barrage of too many mm-hmm. so the first thing to find out what you really want is to just clear out your mind from all of the clutter and slow yeah. down and really spend some time thinking this is why i love going for my uh, mountaineering trips to the himalayas because yeah. this they serve as like a beautiful way to slow down and really think and experience whatever it is that i'm feeling so first slow down second after you slow down you will automatically know what it is that you mm-hmm. wanted to do but you're not doing and then the third thing is you know being aware of the fact that hey i've left out these four five things how can i make time in my life to get it back so what you're actually doing is you're swapping time for something that you're doing currently now with what you want to do yeah okay so as you said you go and hike to remember like or think and for me it's usually when i go and take my bath and i'm there like only 10 minutes i spend in like cleaning myself and the rest of the time it's like either me singing or like thinking about life so like all these places where you can think could actually be anywhere you want it to be absolutely Yeah. Okay, so as a fellow podcaster, uh I find it a bit difficult to get guests on my show and I've seen you've gotten pretty amazing guests and there's been a huge range in guests. So, how do you shortlist your guests? So, I shortlist my guests by asking them a simple question. What is your passion and what are you doing to make it manifest? Okay. And how do and you find your guests? How I find my guests I find them through my personal and professional networks and okay. what I really did when I started off initially was that I had uh, there were these couple of groups on Facebook you find them they're called put me in touch so uh, there are these groups which are public groups which are really huge I had just posted there saying that hey I am this I want to do a podcast and in case you guys want to you know meet me and tell me about your story uh, yeah please reach out Okay. And that's how it really took off because that post got like so many likes and wow. comments and that's views lovely. that <laughs> and then after that I just went around uh, Bombay really meeting these people. Oh nice. And I I was in this is in November 2016 when I was in Bombay for my gap year and wow. uh, I, I just went around and met all of these people and realized that man life is so diverse so that's how i shortlist so i i reach out to them i f- figure out groups i tell my friends that hey do you know anyone who would be good to be on the podcast mm. so that also happens and then uh, i actively go and seek out people that i find interesting and after a while people also start reaching out to you saying hey can i be a guest on your show i think you're you're doing a pretty cool podcast yeah and uh, one of the other things that i did in the initial days which which i would recommend to you as well is that with every guest you interview you can ask them to introduce one other guest yeah that's a great way for you to know that oh i've spoken to this person they're mm-hmm. fairly articulate and they know what they're talking about and 
whoever they recommend to me are also going to be yeah. kind of okay to be on a podcast right yeah. <laughs> because you don't want to get someone on the show who rambles yeah <laughs> that's true so thank you for sharing that so now we're going to hop on back to our time machine and go back to the time when you were 13 so you mentioned that you there was mtv at that time and then you used to listen to music on cassette so what was your uh, favorite uh, song or singer at that time Brian Adams I guess that's the okay. name that comes to mind first. Okay and I mean he's still here and at this time and people still love him so he's pretty good. And what's your favorite TV show? I think it was maybe Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z back then it's still <laughs> Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z that doesn't go away. <laughs> I even I still watch Pokemon. I mean I love Pokemon I can't not watch it at time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So before like the TV started having more than one channel people used to read a lot and now people don't read that much when it was like the time in the middle like in 2003 was like the reading aspect slowly decreasing or was it like pretty high and like a lot of people were still reading I don't know uh, how much people were reading but I I do know that it was around that time that we got like a bunch of TV channels right yeah. and that really distracted a lot of us But for me reading has always been a very fundamental aspect of growing up because my mom had brought like these world book encyclopedias and childcraft encyclopedias and mm. you know kept them all over the house mm. and she always used to read stuff to me in the evenings and in the night when i was going to bed so that really made like a really huge impression on me and wow. uh, and that ensured that i continue reading like for example in the morning i was watching a show and i was like no oh, this is such nonsense i don't want to be spending my time on this <laughs> and i just shut it off and i went back to a book that i wanted to read so yeah. so that's what it is now nobody is everybody like oh i don't know this so it's just like one type of way instead of like going and getting your encyclopedias but like in third grade i was introduced to encyclopedias and i mean they were pretty cool and they were very informative and like in, on the net you don't get like pretty detailed answers as in an encyclopedia you get a lot of multiple answers so i think encyclopedias should actually be brought back now again for like little kids who are actually very intrigued and they want to know facts absolutely the i'll tell you the the main thing right you will get a lot of disconnected concepts but you will not get one place that helps you dive in or just mm. get what you want and get out and yeah. i guess the encyclopedia uh, that way is kind of like a web of thoughts and ideas that meshes everything together mm. so you know one thing and then you link that to something else and you yeah. go somewhere else yeah Okay so as you also mentioned earlier when you were 13 like television and like meeting people also like about your podcasting channel like when you're here now so uh, can you tell us who your idol was when you were 13 my sister my elder sister oh and why she was the coolest person around <laughs> that's nice i mean i'm the only child so i don't know like how to have a sibling but it's actually very sweet i'm telling you like all i ever wanted to do or be when i grew up was like i wanted to have my handwriting which is as uh, neat as my sister's i wanted mm. to be as cool as my sister and I, i i wanted to watch stuff and you know like watch english channels and listen to english music because my <laughs> sister used to do it she was so in so many ways my uh, you know my idol that's very sweet Okay so now we're towards the end of our podcast show so what advice do you have for me and all the others listening to this show be open minded yeah and acknowledge the fact that just because you have access to everything at your fingertips doesn't mean that you know everything because mm. you only know 
one thing you don't know how it's related to the rest of the world totally yeah that apart what i would say is don't listen to anyone just follow your heart yeah. as long as you you don't end up on the streets or you don't end up without having a backup plan yeah because it's not just about being fancy or it's not just about uh, doing what you love it's also about being sustainable and being accountable and responsible for the people who brought you up who yeah. are your parents so you know just be mindful of that fact yeah that i would say <laughs> i mean yeah you have to listen to your parents also but i mean that's all kids have to do that i mean nobody can ignore that and as you said be open minded and always you know share and according like by you and i've been very inspired by you today like follow your passion and you know go with the flow with like what your heart wants so that's pretty deep and that's pretty like very good um, what you're doing and what you're actually conveying out to the world so thank you for taking your time out to be on my show my pleasure arsh it is great talking to you thank you so that brings us to the end of yet another episode of when i was 13 As you know, every fortnight I interview people from around us and take them back into the time machine to find out how the world was when they were 13. You can follow this podcast on Instagram on the handle when_i_was13. And yes, we now have a Facebook page as well. You can search us on Facebook as at the rate when I was 13. Till we meet the next time with another interesting person. This is your teenager host Arushi Gupta signing off.